0: It's perfectly sucky. That's that's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm all good. Uh, If you guys are just joining us, uh, of course, at your tech report and all our social media, please join us there. Of course, the YouTube and the Instagram and the Twitter and and the Facebook and uh, Mitchell Whitfield.
1: And the Mitchell Whitfield. you have I put that in front of me, too. You know, uh, you talk about the uh, the YouTube. And, of course, uh, YouTube.com slash your tech report, of course. Um, uh, you talk about the YouTube, and, and our next interview, and our next guest is very familiar probably to our audience. If you follow us on YouTube, if you listen to the radio show, and, you know, we throw around friend of the show, and our next guest is a friend of the show. And their brand, his brand, is one of our favorite brands. And, you know, last week, Mark, we got to talk to TCL about their televisions. And yes. it's a television we, you know, each in our homes and we're big fans of what they're doing, how they're innovating. And Super 73 has been one of our favorite brands for a long time. Again, we've shown videos on the YouTube side. Go check those out. The co-founder of Super Seventy Three is with us right now. His name is Michael Canavo. He is responsible for so much that goes on there, not just the, the creating of the products, but also the social media, the, the outreach, everything. If you've if you've seen anything in social media regarding Super Seventy Three, you know Michael Canavo. Michael, I know you're a busy man. We just saw your schedule. You showed us your phone, so I know you're a busy man. Visually, how you doing, man? It's been a while since you've been on the radio side
2: wow bless thank you for that wonderful intro that went i didn't think Tcl would be included in the super 73 intro and now i'm honored uh to even be spoken in the same sentence as the legendary company uh love their TVs um yeah <laughs> well I, I, done. i'm good i'm good I, i'm busy uh it's it's getting into bike season again and um the last uh four or five years have actually uh also been bike season so it hasn't really slowed down uh we're kind of just trying to keep up and uh grow at a very rapid pace but but yeah, I, I, I've been flexing on everybody uh, with my schedule today, showing them how I'm triple booked for meetings even currently. Um, so I, I'm honored to be here, and I was happy to pass up the conference room meetings to be here. So thank you for having me.
0: Well, we we try to give you any excuse to be out of the conference room meetings. And you out. don't want to be in those these very on, difficult man. radio interview type meetings. Let's do some, <laughs> yeah, exactly. some eight hour interviews. Michael, you you, you joke <laughs> about the off season, but you know me being in Canada, there really is an off season. Like I store my bike in the shed, I take the battery off, and but, but do you have an off season? You know, are, do you find even being in, in Southern California that people are just kind of like lay low in the winter or, or is it just gangbusters all year long?
2: You know, we're so heavy on the coasts. If you look at our, our heat maps uh, globally. You'll see just bright red and orange around the coast of every country, almost in the world at this point, uh, anything that touches water. Um, And that's such a great, you know, kind of central part of what we do. We're built on California culture. We're we're built on, you know, um, American cool, some retro vibes in there. Um, And we've always backed that up by having uh, just being a California company. We do all of our R&D, all of our design, all of our prototyping here in Southern California. So that creates this market that, it is year round because it's always sunny here. And so we have, uh, you know, we call our our, our riders, our, our community, we call them the super squad. And there's group rides that were going out through the whole winter, 90, 100 riders at a time. Wow. Cruising through LA, cruising through San Francisco, down in Miami. Um, so it, it doesn't really ever calm down. I'll tell you, we sell a few less bikes in Wisconsin <laughs> uh, during the, the month of December. Which makes sense, uh, yeah. But be- yeah, because they're so, uh, you know, still kind of hard to get just because of demand. Um, you know, we see off-season sales increase because that's kind of the only time there's a little bit of a dip and anybody has an opportunity to get one.
1: You, you know, we, I'm, Michael, I'm going to backtrack for one second because every time you come on, whether it's on the YouTube side or the radio side, we're, I'm always aware that there might be some listeners that are listening to us for the first time and meeting you and being introduced to Super 73 for the first time. So, you know, we're talking about basically setting the standard for the modern Retro, modern retro is sort of an oxymoron, but the modern retro, uh, electric motorbike. And this is a bike in a company that started not that long ago crowdfunding small group of friends creating something different and something new deciding hey let's put together this electric motorbike based on you know the old the old bikes from you know the 70s let's do this you put it together crowdfunding explodes you go from that original bike to, to you know to, to expanding to you know the 2018 um, you know the 2018 old school bike that you put out recently and then you had mm-hmm. of course the 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 s1 the Z uh, the original now we're looking at you know the s2 the R the RX all these new bikes coming out. So the question is, after that long-winded, you know, statement, Everyone talks about. Everyone knows you guys are blowing up social media. Every celebrity has your bike. You guys are making bikes hand over fist. But let's talk a little bit. I know we've done this before off the air. But there are also challenges in a company that grows super fast and blows up like this. There are all of a sudden, wow! Now we're on a bigger scale. There are expectations. How has it been? The success, the joys of success, but also the challenges yeah. of having to manage this brand that has just blown up globally. Really.
2: Yeah. Thank you, and thank you for skipping over the seventeen failed companies that we had before Super Seventy Three finally. Oh, we hit. don't talk about uh, those, <laughs> you know.
1: You got you throw uh, some pasta yeah. on the wall, right? Come on.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All things are are a journey, and nothing happens overnight. And every overnight success is obviously built on years of of failing. Um, and you know, w- with us, it was. Uh, we, we aren't from the bike industry. We weren't from the bike industry. And so we approached it differently. We approached it authentically in a way that, you know, literally centuries of bicycle um, bias wasn't in our heads. And that's, I think how we clicked with such a cool and different and creative audience. Um, we, you know, we've since kind of understood cycling and brought in a lot of those elements and, and reached that audience as well. Uh, but the original riders weren't bicycle owners. And that, that's kind of what was so cool about what we were doing. Um, and yeah, we we blew up without thinking we would when we posted that Kickstarter. And Not to revisit history too often, but... No, no it's cool. uh, we it's we, we had set up the Kickstarter to sell 25 bikes. Um, and that was like the <laughs> max that we were going to do. Uh, we ended up selling about 600 in 30 days and, and we didn't do any advertising. We I didn't actually even know how to run ads at the time. Um, and so it was all viral, which was really cool. Uh, and we were, you know, really lucky to be able to have gotten those riders. Um, and then since then, it's just been full speed ahead. And, and as always trying playing catch up, uh, when we entered the pandemic in 2020, we had four customer service reps, uh, on week one of the initial lockdowns, uh, the, the quarantines, we had 10,000 new inquiries. Um, and, and we had four employees to, to go through those inquiries. And then it was about, okay, well, we have to course correct and hire everybody who needs a job, Um, and we did that and we hired as fast as we could, but because it was locked down in quarantine, we couldn't necessarily even train them properly. So it was kind of like, it it was honestly like a I mean, and again, not to, not to liken it to, you know, anything too, too dire, but it was like getting new recruits in and just throwing them into the front lines of battle and, and not giving them a a game plan. And it was like, Hey, we're learning together. Let's go. We have these people we got to take care of. And we've misstepped. We've absolutely, you know, had our, had our moments in the past where we've like, Ooh, kind of missed the mark on that one. Um, you know, you have 10,000 inquiries, you have people waiting, you have people who are like, Hey, I need a replacement part. Um, exiting the pandemic. We have about Thirty to forty customer service reps. Wow! Um, and so we, yeah, we grew exponentially. Um, and and, you know, we're still ironing everything out, and things are really great. It's funny, you know, you 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 see Reddit, and you see, you know, pre pre pandemic or in the pandemic, uh, customer service. Uh, there was a lot of complaints about, you know, hey, I'm not getting an answer. It's been four days. Where's where's my answer? I'm not getting a part. Um, and now you see mixed reviews of this is the greatest customer service I've ever had in my entire life and also the ones that are like where's my answer because we're still kind of you know catching Chatching up on up, everything yeah. and so yeah it's it's funny to see the conflicting posts of like what are you talking about i've never had a problem the idea is to get that same feeling to every single customer so we're not going to stop until
1: we we accomplish that well i mean i think i think this stuff is important to talk about because and again You guys are so successful, so super at 73, and and you guys, and again, there's so much, there's so many eyeballs on you because of how entrenched you are in the entertainment world, social media, building bikes for celebrities, and all this outreach from different people in the industry. It's nice to know that, yeah, you guys are, at the end of the day, this is a company run by real human Mm. beings, and real human beings, as they achieve success, there are hurdles, there are things that need to be done, addressed, that's how you grow, that's how you get better, that's how you learn, and everyone. Always hears the Oh no, it's perfect. We 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 knew exactly what we were doing at the beginning, and we adjusted perfectly. But again, <laughs> it's these lessons and going through these real life lessons that in the end make you even more yeah. successful because you are battle tested. So I, I just wanted to touch on that a little bit because I know through through our interviews and stuff, we become friends. Off the, I'm not afraid. Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed to tell people. Um, we chat like we, six times a week. <laughs> yeah, we we become friends, and you know I know. Uh, you know, I know how hard you work. I know what goes into it. So as you said, yeah, even, even as an actor, it's like, oh, he's an overnight success. They don't realize that person was on stage for 10 years, making no money uh, traveling the country. So, you know, I wanted people to know that there was a lot of hard work, energy, effort, and adjustments that went on over time to take you guys where you are today. And you guys have to say you're in a pretty darn good place today.
2: Well, thank you. You guys have always been such a, a great support. And, you know, I've seen in the YouTube videos in the past, there's, there's certain people who are like, ah, these guys are just paid to say good things about Super 73. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's definitely not the case. And in, that, the past, we yeah. Had, yeah, in the past, we had zero dollars to even pay you to do that. You were supporting us since we were a scrappy little startup. And we're really grateful for that. And I think what I want to try to communicate more and more often is the process, the 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 idea that, yeah, we, you know, I mean, we got posted by by Blackpink uh this week and you know, seven million likes on that photo of, of her and her bike, um, wow. which was insane. Um ASAP Rocky has not gotten off of his bike. And so he's being spotted um just about every day riding it. And those things make you think that we're a mega corporation because who else has the ability to pay for that? Um the truth is, we've we've never paid and and you know hand to hand to heart. We've never paid for a single influencer post, and as long as I'm here, we won't. Because as a consumer and a fan of of so many things, and you know, for for you audio listeners right now on the radio, uh, I'm surrounded by you know Star Wars uh, tech on on in my office, and um you know I think I'm being a fan of things has helped me understand how people perceive the brand, and I, I know what I want to see from the brand. I know what I want to see from the thing I love, and. Um, you know, the idea is to try to help explain our approach and and the truth behind the walls of Super 73 to our community. So we've opened up a lot and we've talked a lot about the things we're struggling with, the things we want to fix, the things that we want to do better, um, our victories as well. We want to talk about those. But all in all, you know, we we just crossed over 100 employees and we went into the pandemic with about 24 uh, total employees. So, um, it's a very small company still, and and that's worldwide. Um, it's a very very small company. Um, you know, we're just now kind of getting into this next phase where I think we're going to exit the startup mode. Um, we you know had wonderful investors come in last year. Uh, Volition Capital um, came in. They understand what they're doing. They want to empower us to do it better. They see gaps. I mean, they're responsible for the success that is Chewy. Uh, dot com, uh, and so that customer service is phenomenal. He was. Larry was telling us a story about, um, you know, the fact that, that there was a, a a a customer who canceled their their order with Chewy, um, their subscription, because their dog passed away. And Chewy sent flowers, condolences, a letter, um, and that's top-tier customer service. Oh, I mean, yeah. that is a relational brand. And Larry is like, you guys are going to get there. We're going to do that. And for us at Super 73, that's so exciting to hear because that's what we want. We've just, we haven't had the ability or the resources to get to that point. And so now that we have Volition's help, I mean, things are going to be night and day and I'm endlessly excited for that.
0: You know, that, that human element is that thing that I think people forget over time. They become too big and they don't realize that at the end of the day, we're all humans, right? And you bring, if you keep that element Top of mind, then you 'll be able to communicate that, and people will feel that, which is one of the reasons that we do interviews like this michael it 's not because you know it's, we we focus on things that we enjoy talking about and 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 if we didn't talk about, if we don 't talk about something, you can read behind, you know read between the lines there it 's because <laughs> right. we 're not interested right. in talking about it, and i also don 't want to go <laughs> on the air and bash something you know at the same time, but being able to own your mistakes and know that you 're going to learn from them and grow from them is is pretty cool. Um you know talking about your marketing for a second going back to you know the the years where you were you know four employees was was the way that you market your brand now or the or the way that it has become so sticky what you intended to do or is that just something that kind of happened over time
2: Yeah so uh I think and you know initially 2 years ago or or maybe more at this point when I was first on your show we did a little bit of a background but just to kind of refresh uh obviously the new listeners um I came from social media. I, I was born into social media. Um, I was on Vine, uh, you know, from you know week one of it launching. Um, didn't have a huge following. Was able to pull in about thirty thousand followers and kind of understand short form content. Um, but I was making content around people who had thirty million followers, um, and so it was really about learning and understanding how to convey stories in short periods of time. Um, and you know, when it came time to launch Super Seventy Three, I realized, like, hey, the thing that wasn't working about my content creation was that I was trying to sell myself. Um, I am not a product. I think that that, and <laughs> as it's going to sound really uh, self-deprecating, but please understand the nature in which I say it. I'm not a product people want to buy, and that's totally okay. Um, I think I've understood that, and I've learned that. The, the thing is, though, if I stand behind a product, whether it's Star Wars or Super 73 or building props, um, once I stand behind that, then I think people can get on board. And that's how I learned to tell stories. And so with Super 73, it was never about us. It needed to not be about us. It was about the adventure and it was about the feeling. It was about the the freedom you get from feeling like you're riding a motorcycle, but with very little consequence to uh, you know that. Whereas with a motorcycle, it's you got to get your license, your registration, your insurance. Uh, riding a bike is anybody can do it, and that's what's so great about this product. And so for me, it was about conveying that in a really authentic and organic way. And so um every piece of content i did was through the lens of of what i would have liked to see a brand do and you know our connection to the community we just actually filmed our first ever super 73 commercials yesterday and the day before. Um, so I was on, yeah, I was on 15-hour shoots with huge sets, actual um, creatives. Everything that Super 73 has done previously was one of us holding a DSLR and saying go. And it um, looked great, by the way. This stuff always looked great. Thank you. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you for being uh, supportive. It did the job. It really did. It did the job that it needed to do at the time. And now we're at a point where we'll continue doing that and being organic and authentic. But, um, you know, we, we want to capture a larger audience. We want to show the world that we're here. And so, we had this commercial and we had about six or seven actors uh, anyways, we we ended up hiring these actors uh, from the Super Squad. So everybody in the commercial is a real, authentic Super Seventy Three owner.
1: Cool. That's awesome. And one of
2: the that's one of the one of the guys is actually a designer here. So uh, it was a really cool story.
0: You know that reminds me. Um, you know the way your market is kind of reminds me of a small company that you may have heard of um, that never once has ever talked about their product. And that's Nike, and, and and they've done pretty well for themselves. But if you think back to all their ad campaigns, they never ever talk about shoes. They talk about the experience and and everything that goes along with it. And every ad is like, oh, my God. And then you're like, oh, wait a second. This is about shoes. So uh, (laughs) clearly you're going in the right direction. We're in conversation with Michael Canavo from Super 73. We take a quick break and come back with more after a break here on Your Tech Report.
3: There's more Your Tech Report after this. This is Your Tech Report. For gadget news and reviews, click to yourtechreport.com. And, of course, you
0: can follow along all our social media. It is at Your Tech Report on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Actually, if you head on over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash report, you can actually see a video of this actual conversation uh, we're having with Michael Canavo from
1: Super 73. I I wanted to talk about bikes specifically right now. If you don't mind, I want to jump in because I had an experience... On uh, my okay. super seventy three yesterday, uh, went for a ride with my beautiful wife, Tracy. We you know, we live in in an area it's by the mountains, and there's a lot of open space for rides. so we like to go for rides, you know, at least the palatial a week, estate, so. yes. We, we why?
0: the Palatial Whitfield estate.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. We, we ride tiny circles in a 10 foot radius. It's great. We're awesome. We're awesome. Super 73 riders. So we took the bikes out and she was on the, uh, 2018 original beautiful bike, which we have in that, you With know, orange red- them now. Oh my God. It's, it's awesome. And uh, I was on, uh, the new RX and what you're going to talk about. Cause I want people to know about your latest, of course. And, um, we, I always tell people, I, when I when I tell people, because again, whenever, and Mark can attest this as well, whenever you're on a Super 73 and anyone who's listening that either has one or knows one who, knows someone who has one, whenever you ride that bike, people will stop you and ask, say, oh my God, even as big as you guys have gotten, there's still those people that don't know the bike or don't know the brand. What is that? And I'll have a whole conversation. Oh, I'll go to super73.com, you can check them out. And they're amazing. But I always tell people, you know, this I have to sort of say, this is not an electric bicycle. If you're expecting an electrical, electric your bicycle this is not that this is not meant for people that want to ride a bicycle that want an electric boost this is a purpose built electric motorbike you know and like and, and and that's you know the pedals are there absolutely and the pedals are there if you want to move your legs and you know get the get the motor going And but that really applied to the older bikes and I'm saying that because when Tracy when I said hey put on the pedal assist on her 2018 original she, she started to pedal and the bike took off she's like oh this is awesome I can pedal and the bike takes off on my R X just recovering, you know, from my knee replacement and I need the pedaling motion, it actually functions more like a pedal assist in a traditional electric. So if you want that traditional pedaling with some assist, the newer bikes seem to really offer that more and give you that more traditional experience if you want. There's still electric motorbikes at the end of the day. But if you're into pedaling, I think the the RX does a great job of actually giving you that assist while you pedal the bike. Was that that something that you wanted to change where you made that pedal assist? More an integrated part, okay? Because we felt it; it was amazing.
2: Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, we—it's been a long road. Um, we've brought on a ton of engineers. We've brought on, you know, uh, designers from Honda, from Harley, um, to really understand, like, hey, what are what are we actually trying to accomplish here? We've we've brought cyclists back into the design studio, and what I can say is that while yeah, you you your your description is perfect. These are not your typical electric bicycles. Legally, they are electric bicycles. And that's what's so great about them is that you don't need a license. You don't need a registration. They fit within every state, every country's uh, classification regulation system in a way that a lot of other players that have kind of uh, opportunists, let's call them, mm-hmm. uh, they they haven't thought about, they haven't taken into account. And so part of that was the pedal assist. And we are huge in Europe, which is really cool. And, and we're growing larger every day. Um, they can't have throttles over there. So our bikes in Europe have to have a pedal assist system that gives you the thrill of a super 73 legally. And so, you know, the, the pedal assist system we have here is very smart and it's very robust. It, um, it has, uh, you know, uh, motion sensors and, and there's a whole ton of electronics down there to unpack in Europe. It's actually even more robust wow. uh, in Europe the pedal assist system is top tier. I mean, we are we are ranking with the top dogs out there in terms of technology. And that's because we didn't wanna lose the excitement and the joy of Super 73 and what we stand for just because you can't have a throttle. Um and so there are obviously people in Europe who are putting the off-road throttle kit on and, and just hoping <laughs> that they don't get stopped. Right. Um, it's always a gray area, but you know, as we sell our bikes, the the pedal assist was a big, a big thing we updated in this new release.
1: Oh, it was it was a godsend for me because for me well, I'd have different exercise where it's like, well, if I want to get a little bit of a workout, I, I take my super seventy-three out for joy. If I want a great ride, wind and what's left of my hair. Sorry, I was waiting for a giggle. The wind going through what's <laughs> left of my hair. Thank you. There we go. And <laughs> You know, and I, I'd always take my, I take my super 73 out whenever I can, but now it can also be a part of my workout because the pedal assist has gotten so clean, so smooth where I can ride and pedal at the same time. So let's talk a little bit about the new bikes that you have. We were talking about the S2, the R line, how have these bikes been doing. And for our people that for our listeners that don't know, talk about the advancements over the last gen and maybe further advancements we don't know about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> Reddit
2: is gonna. If Reddit finds this, they're gonna jump on it. Um. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give it to you. Reddit. Uh, ah, so, right. Um. Uh. Yeah. We've been learning a lot. Uh. When we originally launched our RX R and S2 bikes, um. They had the same 10 millimeter motor that uh, motor uh, uh, uh clutch that uh, our old bikes had because they were always fine. Um. We never had an issue with them. Never had motor burnouts. Um and you know within a few probably a few weeks we started to get reports that people's motors were slipping they were making this clicking sound um and we were like that's suspicious that's weird right uh, and so we got a few more accounts of it and we went in and realized people are riding these bikes in a way they've never rode super 73 before um you know we're we're, we're pulling the data out of these controllers when these bikes come in and they're they have huge spikes Meaning that people are shredding, absolutely shredding on these bikes. When we were used to people riding along the beaches and in the streets, um, so <laughs> that actually caused us to reassess uh, everything we're doing. Um, and, you know we we've made a ton of changes. We actually went from a ten millimeter to an eighteen millimeter. Uh, it, it, we are it is the when you look at the side by side, this thing is bulletproof now. And it took a minute to get to that. It took a minute to understand what the needs of our riders were going to be with this new generation. Um, We went above and beyond. At first, they designed out a 12 millimeter. They sent us a couple of them uh, from Taiwan. And we were, you know, we had Parker Pittman, our resident stunt rider here at Super 73, drop off a six foot drop, full throttle, about 40 or 50 times. And uh, towards the end, he was able to replicate that clicking noise and so we scrapped that 12 millimeter nobody else in the world who owns a super 73 is going to put their bike through that sort of rigorous testing but because parker was able to break it we said not enough so we added another six millimeters and we went up to 18 millimeters um Parker jumped it about 120 times with no issues and we called it. We said, all right, this is it. This is that bulletproof motor we're going for. Um, And so that's been uh, put into the line of every single bike and any any bikes that have been shipping, I mean, even since August or October of of last year, um, have these new motors. And we obviously take care of the old ones. But the idea here is that we're learning from our mistakes and we're learning like, oh, okay, this is what people want these bikes for. So we started to change the way that we design, even market the bikes in a way that allow people to really ditch their cars. There's no reason to have your car in a lot of areas um, where you can ride a Super 73. And so there's new technology that we've been implementing throughout our software system. So all of our new bikes are actually connected to the internet through an IoT module, um, which just means that it's the same thing with a Tesla where you you wake up in the morning, go to your car, and it says an update's available that now exists within our bikes. And we've done a couple little updates as tests, but we have a really big update coming out. And we have been teasing it for a long time, but because we've learned so much from the past, we don't wanna just throw it out into the universe. Um, So we've been doing beta testing. Uh, We actually, we have a few Super Squad riders who currently have this new updated program on their bikes. And we're gonna be doing it in about batches of five. So five, if those five are great, we'll do 10. If those 10 are great, We'll do 15 and so on. Um, And what this does is it increases torque on your Super 73. And uh, the reason why I shouted out Reddit is because uh, rightfully so, they don't believe it exists. We've been talking about it for a long time. (laughs) Um, This was something that was going to launch last year, but because we learned so much, we wanted to make sure that we didn't blow it. There is a torque update that gives you about 20% more torque on takeoff. Uh, we've had it to the point where we actually had to scale it back a little bit because it was jumping into a wheelie. Um, oh my God. Floored it. So uh, it is coming out along with a couple other updates that help you track your bike, uh, you know, more accurately when you're riding, help you kind of understand the terrain you're riding on. Um, and then we want to evolve from there even further with active tracking, you know, all of that extra Um, extra stuff. But right now we are focusing on obviously that torque and safety update. So that is coming out very soon. Um, we it's it, it exists. It's being tested right now with, with fellow super squad riders. Um, everybody's on NDAs. So, uh, you know, it's, it's obviously we're being very careful and very safe about it. So, uh, those are some things to look forward to. You know, also we are addressing some new markets here in the near future that, that are really, really exciting. Um, I mean, within like the next month. So, oh, really? Uh, yeah, there's there's some really cool stuff coming out. And it's a culmination of the last, you know, year and then five beyond that. But the last year of, of, of work, we've brought in, you know, we have an engineering department that has three really skilled engineers. We have, you know, head designer from Honda that came in and, and um, is running the entire design department now. The designers are operating on another level. We have customer service here to support people who have questions or have issues with their bikes. The supply chain is getting fixed. We recently hired the COO from Beats, um, oh, wow. the guy responsible for bringing them from four employees to you know 4,000 or however many they had. Um, he was in on the ground floor with the supply chain and, and quality control. And so we, we actually brought him in, hired him as the COO, and he's gonna be revamping the entire supply chain the way that we do customer service, the way we do warranties and replacements,
1: everything is getting overhauled in the best way. That that's that's fantastic and you know it takes a lot off of your plate as well, since so I know even as the company has grown, your attention to detail has stayed the same in terms of wanting to make sure every department everything was running smoothly, but again, as that growth happens, that becomes more challenging because there are so many more people, more departments, more Emails, more meetings, everything yeah. to manage is, is exacerbated by that. So well, that, is, that, is, is, that is exasperating. <laughs> uh, we're in conversation
0: with Michael Canavo from Super 73. Longtime friends of the show. I am Marco Flalo alongside me, Mitchell Whitfield. If you're following along, please do so. Get in touch with us. It's contact at yourtechreport.com. Your I can speak, I promise. Uh, contact at yourtechreport.com. Of course, all our social media is at yourtechreport. Michael is sticking around. We've got more. We're going to wrap up the show with Michael Canavo. From Super 73 This is your tech report Please do not go anywhere
3: There's more your tech report after this This is Your Tech Report. For gadget news and reviews, click to yourtechreport.com.
0: If you're just tuning in, we're in conversation with Michael Canavo over at Super 73. I am Marco Aflalo. Alongside me is Mitchell Whitfield.
1: Uh, One of the big things that you guys are always known for is your collaborations. You know, whether it was, you know, Casey and Jesse back in the day. I say back in the day. It wasn't that long ago. Um, But all the celebrities, Will Smith, and I saw Snoop Dogg's bike, which looked amazing. So... Yeah. Are there any new collaborations you can tease or talk about? Hey, listen, no pressure, yeah. please tell us. But uh yeah, listen. because I know our audience loves that and it's always great to see people to have new to have new ambassadors to the brand that can spread the word even better than than we can if you can imagine such a thing. But no, yeah, no. go ahead. No, nobody better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Never. There's there's nobody out that does it better than you guys. Uh we have a lot. And I always get I always get I wouldn't say in trouble. I get sternly talked to about exposing too much too soon, but I don't, I don't, Who? who who's cares, listening? Ryan? Come on. <laughs> exactly. Who cares? Say it, Michael, um, go ahead. Just say it. <laughs> We have uh, some really cool stuff coming out in the next uh, few weeks slash months. So a uh, really prolific toy company that we've been working with over the last year to bring something really special to market Whoa. Um, is coming out. It's going to be highly collectible. Um, it's uh, it's going to be so rare. I guarantee I'm not even going to be able to get one. Um, oh, wow. But uh, we're we're endlessly excited for that. We have a fashion collab that's coming out that is one of the big three, very um, exciting sort of fashion stuff that we're getting into. Um, musician collaborations are coming. Uh, okay. Two two of which, uh, I mean, Mitchell, I can tell you that, uh, you know, you and I were speaking before this and you were telling me how excited your daughter was about this, uh, this collaboration, and <laughs> that it's going to really speak to a younger audience. Um, we are starting to really, click with the creators that, that we identify with. And that's something that's been exciting about Super 73 since day one. It's run by a bunch of 20-something-year-olds. Uh, you know, and now we have, and that was evident in the past, now we have, uh, you know, the, the prowess, the the team that is, that is helping our 20-something-year-old brains created a, a functional and, and, and strong, well-working business. And that's, what's exciting is we're still doing the creatives. They're just making sure that the infrastructure exists to support it. And so, um, you know, I mean, even, even in the past weeks, we've been getting really friendly with a, uh, prolific 1980s car company, um, that, uh, that, uh, that, that nerds everywhere will be excited mm-hmm. about. And so, um, you know, the, the better our infrastructure gets, the more creative our projects are, um, because, we have the ability to support it finally. People expect the highest quality stuff when they're buying products sold by their favorite rappers, musicians, and actors. And so we want to make sure that our quality meets that. And, and that's what Super 73 should always be. Um, and we're at the point now where we don't have any more excuses. We, we've pulled in the team that we needed. We've addressed the issues that we've had and we're ready to grow at full scale. And, you know, our investors have really helped us to to do that. I'm every day. I mean, even just now I'm, I'm on the phone and on emails about new talent, uh, you know, new marketing candidates, new operations candidates, and, and really bringing in people to mentor us. That's the biggest thing. Um, You know, when interviewing these people, I go, I ask, Hey, are you, what's your, what's your, uh, what's your interest in becoming a mentor to about 20 people? Um, because the, the more experience we bring into the company, the more we want to learn and the more we want to grow. And that's, that's something that I didn't think I'd ever be able to say, because, you know, you never imagine you're going to make it this far. And, um, you know, having these talented people with these resumes that speak for themselves is such an honor to come into the office now and get to sit or go to lunch with these people who have done this 10 times. And this is an easy rodeo for them. You know, they've been in way worse uh, situations. And so they're like, oh, this is simple. This is going to be fun. And that's the best thing to hear because it means we can just go wild. And trust me, we have. And when when we release these collabs, sometimes we get these comments of like, so you can make a new bike for this person, but you can't, you know, you can't get more spare parts. The truth (laughs) is the marketing efforts have nothing to do with the supply chain issue. And I wish I could explain, you know, our full-time TikToker, Liam, we'll run around the warehouse making trendy TikToks and people go, hey, shouldn't you be making bikes? People, you do not want my TikToker Liam to be making your bike. We have a fully skilled (laughs) and trained team to do that. So just because Liam is making an anime parody doesn't mean that we're not fixing your bikes. And that's kind of what I'm excited. It's like you can't win. Exactly. But I'm I'm excited to explore that more because we're not gonna get those questions. The supply chain is gonna be taken care of. People are gonna be able to get spare parts, replacement parts, accessories, um, warranty parts. I mean, it is going to be a well-oiled machine. And Liam's going to get to do his stupid TikToks and nobody's going <laughs> to be upset because everybody's going to be taken care of. And that's like, this is the era we're in right now. It's rebuild, growth, and just becoming, like I said, that well-oiled machine.
1: Well, you touched on something really important. I think at the end of the day, it allows by having all these all this great talent coming in, Uh, to infuse the company with more people that are great at what they do it allows you to do the things that you want to do and that you that you would rather be spending time on, rather than managing everything or overseeing it. And again, you're, again, you're always going to oversee everything. I mean, that's that's it's it's your baby. So you're, of course you're going to do that. But by having all this this influx of talent, you'll be able to focus on the things you want to focus on more on a daily basis, on the day to day. So that's going to be a good thing for you. And I think <laughs> you'll see. I, believe me, I I know. We talk off the air. I know how hard you work. I keep on saying this you know, for people that are like, oh, what are you guys doing over there? They're busting their butt every day to put out great products for you and by the way i know you have your in-house tester for everything but you know i do several jumps off the curb from my driveway and it's at least <laughs> no no dude it's at least like a seven inch eight inch drop and i can tell you i've never had a problem and i could do that all day long for you that's the it's kind of talent you have one
2: yeah it's right this is now five years of mitchell asking to get early edition prototypes to test <laughs> We're now at five years, Mitchell. Shameless. Shameless. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: here's the question. How many of those years was he successful?
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, I will tell you, Mitchell, you have a bike that uh, that sells on eBay for
1: six grand right now. You have an original Rose Av, a first launch oh, edition. Wow. You know I'm trading that is- back into you. So, you know, that, that, belongs in the, that belongs in the Super 73 museum and that will come back to you.
2: I'm glad you've had it because let me tell you, we had some Rose Avs here for the past couple of years. That we scrapped for parts oh, that's, for people that who needed me. Why would you warranty. Do that? And that's the but that's the state where there so were bike parts playing yeah. around. Yeah. We were gonna send them out. And so uh, you know, we actually scrapped our, our rose abs. We have zero rose abs at Super 73 because people needed those parts for their S ones. You so know, if you check in about a half
0: hour, I could tell you an eBay listing where you can find one.
2: <laughs> I saw one go for six grand a couple a couple months back. I no, would never.
1: So 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 I just want to make sure. So when I when I trade this bike back to you, it's not going to be scrapped. You're going to put it on display somewhere. Or, well, that's oh my the thing. God, is you it might safer scrap it. With
0: you. I, yeah, I think it's safer with Mitchell that, safer <laughs> with <you> than <laughs> it is with me right now. <laughs>
1: Oh, I feel, I feel uh, so bad for that. But everyone, listen, that's one of those bikes that people see like, OK, I've never because I remember when you did that collaboration with Jesse and that bike was so highly sought after. It's, and it's absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful. You know, it's an S1, but it's not an S1 because it has the no. beautiful, you yeah. know, the piping and the seat and the handlebars and the, the graphics on the on the back. Absolutely gorgeous. So so here's the part where I feel bad because I feel like we've been going. Is this officially our longest interview ever, Mark? This might uh, this be is whole
0: show. This is uh, now an entire show.
1: So our entire show is going to be Super 73, and I, I could totally live with that. I, 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 I mean, Michael, I can edit
0: it down to four minutes if you want.
1: No, do not <laughs> do that. No no one will silence Michael Cannavo. It cannot happen. Um, you know, you talk about no one wants it, and this is, uh, we're going to let you go in a minute, but you talk about, oh, uh, you know you know, no one wants to see me or hire me. And that's not exactly true. When you talk about uh, your your origins on social media and how you've evolved on social media because, like, do you want to, or can you talk about Rex and around a little bit? Because this is something that's sort of blown up another one of your creations that has blown up all over the place that I follow, that I watch, that, you know, and really paying homage to your love for and of Star Wars. So can you talk about it a little bit or do you not like talking about Rex and around?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I won't bore people too long with it. Uh, you know, I've, 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 I throw myself into my passions and, and, you know, it's kind of the result of, of where you see super 73. And, um, along with that, I've had a creative outlet to my creative outlet, which was Rex and around, um, which is a, uh, star Wars persona, uh, focused on prop making community and, um, just our general uh, admiration for star Wars. Um, I've been given some unbelievable opportunities because of it. Um, and it's really a place to just kind of recenter every week. I, I do a weekly podcast, and you know TikToks and Instagram and, and whatnot. But um, it's a place to recenter and connect with people who also love Star Wars. And, and so every week we do community unboxings where small businesses will send in what they have, and we get to show everybody you know what they are, how they work. Um, it's it's a really special place and, and it's centered around obviously prop making. I'm surrounded by star Wars props right now. Um, I do a ton of 3d printing and, and, um, you know, uh, painting, sanding, all of the fun stuff.
1: I have to stop you. If you haven't seen Michael's creations, I encourage you Instagram, wherever, and you can, you know, I want you to give all those people so they can follow you and check you out because the stuff that you make, the attention to detail that you put on your bikes, uh, is only surpassed by the attention to detail you put on your armor <laughs> and your props because they are incredible.
2: Well, thank you. It's, it's been a blast and to kind of, you know, close the, the Rex and Around um, segment up. Uh, recently got to do uh, the Snoop Dogg E-40 Too Short and Ice Cube music video where I built uh, along with uh, uh, my buddy Drew. You can find him at Drew the Costumer. Um, we built Snoop Dogg a suit of Mandalorian armor um, and then <laughs> did weapons and accessories for Too Short, E-40, Ice Cube. Best story I have is that Costumes and props gave Ice Cube a blaster, and he was furious at the size of it. I turned around and grabbed mine and handed it to him, and he says, I'm never giving this back to you. Um, <laughs> and you are <were> like, okay. <laughs> I was like, this is the greatest moment of my whole life. And Snoop was next to him wearing my suit of Mandalorian armor, but Ice Cube was
1: like, this is the blaster that works. And that that was really cool. That's amazing. That was really cool. Yeah. Oh, right, dude, listen, we, we've had you for now what will be an entire show. I, I looked at, you know, like you said, you were you were flexing with your schedule a little bit. And I'm going to respect the flex. Is that a thing? Can I say respect the flex? He's actually um, finished I four
0: meetings that. while we've been in this interview.
2: He so he's got nothing left. <laughs> Did you notice that I was on my computer for a minute? Like, I was I literally... Didn't. I, thank you. I, that's great. I was actually answering a lot of, of questions
1: in another meeting that was happening right now. So,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not it was, It's been a crazy day.
1: Well, we appreciate your time because we know how busy you are. And, you know, obviously, Mark and I have been fans of the brand, but more, more than anything, we're also fans of you as a person. And I think when you have good people working or running a company... It reflects well on the brand and sort of affects everything you do and how you do it. So we thank you for what you do. It's, you know, it's fun being your friend. and We obviously love following the company and you have to promise, as you always do, and you're always great about this, you will come back when you can talk about more announcements and oh, we'll probably squeeze you for stuff you can't talk about as well. But you have to come back again so we could talk more Super 73, more Michael Canavo. I will be back
2: then in about a month. <laughs> And it's going to be really exciting. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, Thank you, thank you both for having me. Seriously, always so grateful and honored to speak with you. Um, you know, I hope that if if you know they learn nothing else that. They, they, they learn and understand that we genuinely really care about, you know, customer feedback and, and community growth and company growth. And, you know, I, re- I reference Reddit as much as I do because I, I look at every single thing that's posted because I want it's part of the social media. I want to understand what people are feeling and be able to assist them better. So I'm excited for the future of Super 73. It's going to get crazy cool in a million different ways. And as always, I will come to both of you first uh, with with big news.
0: Well, we will have you on again in a month to talk all about that big news. Michael Cannavo, thank you for being here. Thank you all for being here on this week's edition of Your Tech Report. We will catch you again next week. You've
3: been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on Facebook.com slash yourtechreport. For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com. The latest news, the newest products, the biggest names. Welcome to Your Tech Report. Online at yourtechreport.com. Join Mitchell Whitfield and Marco Flalo for the next hour of Your Tech Report. Thank you. There's more Your Tech Report after this.
0: This is Your Tech Report. We are back on Your Tech Report. Thank you guys so much for being here. My name is Marco Flowell. He is Mitchell Goodfield, he in Los Angeles, I in Montreal. I'm enjoying this time (laughs) of year, Mitchell, because our mutual environments, our temperatures are uh, kind of equal. No more snow to worry about. I'm no longer envious of you wearing shorts and T-shirts. All that fun stuff is out the window. And like a true Canadian, I forget that the past six months have been utter hell stuck in my house with gray skies and snow.
1: You have to, otherwise you wouldn't be able to function. I mean, you have to really just look forward and not look back. And yes, it's, uh, and I appreciate you not giving me the stink eye every time, uh, you know, I say, oh, what's your?" Yeah, actually, I don't really rub it in your face, but you always, you know, ask how the weather is here. And I feel shame just saying, it sucks. Yeah, it's, it really it's perfectly sucking. Yeah. That's, that's fine. Yeah.
0: Don't worry about it. I'm all good. Uh, if you guys are just joining us, uh, of course, at your tech report and all our social media, please join us there. Of course, the YouTube and the Instagram and the Twitter and, and the Facebook and uh, Mitchell Whitfield.
1: And the Mitchell Whitfield. you have, ever put that in front of me, too. You know, uh, you talk about the uh, the YouTube. And, of course, uh, YouTube.com slash your tech report, of course. Um, uh, you talk about the YouTube, and, and our next interview, and our next guest is very familiar probably to our audience. If you follow us on YouTube, if you listen to the radio show, and, you know, we throw around friend of the show, and our next guest is a friend of the show. And their brand, his brand, is one of our favorite brands. And, you know, last week, Mark, we got to talk to TCL about their televisions. And yes. it's a television we, you know, each have in our homes and we're big fans of what they're doing how they're innovating and Super 73 has been one of our favorite brands for a long time again we've shown videos on the YouTube side go check those out the co-founder of Super 73 is with us right now. His name is Michael Canavo. He is responsible for so much that goes on there, and not just the, the creating of the products, but also the uh, social media, the, the outreach, everything. If you've, if you've seen anything in social media regarding Super 73, you know Michael Canavo. Michael, I know you're a busy man. We just saw your schedule. You showed us your phone. So I know you're a busy man visually. How you doing, man? It's been a while since you've been on the radio side.
2: Wow, bless. Thank you for that wonderful intro. That went I didn't think TCL would be included in the Super 73 intro. And now I'm honored uh to even be spoken in the same sentence as the legendary company uh Love Their TVs. Um yeah, <laughs> well I, I, done. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm busy. Uh it's it's getting into bike season again. And um the last uh four or five years have actually uh also been bike season. So it hasn't really slowed down. Uh we're kind of just trying to keep up and uh grow at a very rapid pace. But but yeah, I, I, I've been flexing on everybody uh, with my schedule today, showing them how I'm triple booked for meetings even currently. Um, so I, I'm honored to be here and I was happy to pass up the conference room meetings to be here. So thank you for having me.
0: Well, we, we try to give you any excuse to be out of the conference room meetings and be, you don't want to be in those very going, difficult radio interview type meetings. Let's do some, <laughs> yeah, exactly. some eight hour interviews. Michael, <laughs> you, you joke about the off season, but you know, me being in Canada, there really is an off season. Like I store my bike in the shed, I take the battery off and. But but do you have an off season? You know, do you find even being in in Southern California that people are just kind of like lay low in the winter or or is it just gangbusters all year long?
2: You know, we're so heavy on the coast. If you look at our our heat maps uh, globally you'll see just bright red and orange around the coast of every country, almost in the world at this point, uh, anything that touches water. Um, And that's such a great, you know, kind of central part of what we do. We're built on California culture. We're we're built on, you know, um, American cool, some retro vibes in there. Um, And we've always backed that up by having uh, just being a California company. We do all of our R&D, all of our design, all of our prototyping here in Southern California. So that creates this market that, it is year round because it's always sunny here. And so we have, uh, you know, we call our, our, our riders, our, our community, we call them the super squad. And there's group rides that were going out through the whole winter, 90, 100 riders at a time. Wow. Cruising through LA, cruising through San Francisco, down in Miami. Um, so it, it doesn't really ever calm down. I'll tell you, we sell a few less bikes in Wisconsin uh, <laughs> during the month of December. Which makes sense, uh, yeah. But be- yeah, because they're so, uh, you know, still kind of hard to get just because of demand. Um, you know, we see off-season sales increase because that's kind of the only time there's a little bit of a dip and anybody has an opportunity to get one.
1: You, you know, we, I'm, Michael, I'm going to backtrack for one second because every time you come on, whether it's on the YouTube side or the radio side, we're, I'm always aware that there might be some listeners that are listening to us for the first time and meeting you and being introduced to Super 73 for the first time. So, you know, we're talking about basically setting the standard for the modern the retro, modern retro is sort of an oxymoron, but the modern retro uh, electric motorbike. And this is a bike in a company that started not that long ago. Crowdfunding, small group of friends creating something different and something new, deciding, hey, let's put together this electric motorbike based on, you know, the old the old bikes from, you know, the seventies. Let's do this. You put it together, crowdfunding explodes. You go from that original bike to to you know to, to expanding to, you know, the 2018 um, you know, the 2018 old school bike that you put out recently. And then you had, mm-hmm. of course, the 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 S1, the Z. Uh, The original, now we're looking at, you know, the S2, the R, the RX, all these new bikes coming out. So the question is, after that long-winded, you know, statement... Everyone talks about, everyone knows you guys are blowing up. Social media, every celebrity has your bike. You guys are making bikes hand over fist. But let's talk a little bit. I know we've done this before off the air, but there are also challenges in a company that grows super fast and blows up like this. There are all of a sudden, wow, now we're on a bigger scale. There are expectations. How has it been the success, the joys of success, but also the challenges yeah. of having to manage this brand that has just blown up globally, really?
2: Yeah, thank you, and thank you for skipping over the seventeen failed companies that we had before Super Seventy Three finally. Oh, we hit. don't talk about uh, those, you know.
1: <laughs> you, got, you got to throw some pasta uh, yeah. on the wall, right? Come on. Exactly,
2: exactly. Yeah, yeah. All things are are a journey, and nothing happens overnight. And every overnight success is obviously built on years of of failing. Um, and you know, w- with us, it was. Uh, we, we aren't from the bike industry. We weren't from the bike industry. And so we approached it differently. We approached it authentically in a way that, you know, literally centuries of bicycle, um, bias wasn't in our heads. And that's, I think how we clicked with such a cool and different and creative audience. Um, we, you know, we've since kind of understood cycling and brought in a lot of those elements and, and reached that audience as well. Uh, but the original riders weren't bicycle owners and that, that's kind of what was so cool about what we were doing. Um, and yeah, we we blew up without thinking we would when we posted that Kickstarter. And not to revisit history too often, but no, no it's cool. uh, We 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 had set up the Kickstarter to sell 25 bikes, um, and that was like the <laughs> max that we were going to do. Uh, we ended up selling about 600 in 30 days, and and we didn't do any advertising. We I didn't actually even know how to run ads at the time, um, and so it was all viral, which was really cool. Uh, and we were you know really lucky to be able to have gotten those riders. Um, and then since then, it's just been full speed ahead and, and as always trying playing catch up. Uh, when we entered the pandemic in 2020, we had four customer service reps, uh, on week one of the initial lockdowns, uh, the, the quarantines, we had 10,000 new inquiries. Wow. Um, And, and we had four employees to, to go through those inquiries. And then it was about, okay, well, we have to course correct and hire everybody who needs a job. Um, and we did that and we hired as fast as we could, but because it was locked down in quarantine, we couldn't necessarily even train them properly. So it was kind of like, it it was honestly like a I mean, and again, not to, not to liken it to, you know, anything too, too dire, but it was like getting new recruits in and just throwing them into the front lines of battle and, and not giving them a a game plan. And it was like, Hey, we're learning together. Let's go. We have these people we got to take care of. And we've misstepped. We've absolutely, you know, had our, had our moments in the past where we've like, Ooh, kind of missed the mark on that one. Um, you know, you have 10,000 inquiries, you have people waiting, you have people who are like, Hey, I need a replacement part. Um, exiting the pandemic. We have about Thirty to forty customer service reps. Wow! Um, and so we, yeah, we grew exponentially. Um, and and you know we're still ironing everything out, and things are really great. It's funny, you know, you 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 see Reddit and you see you know pre pre pandemic or in the pandemic, uh, customer service. Uh, there was a lot of complaints about you know, hey, I'm not getting an answer. It's been four days. Where's where's my answer? I'm not getting a part. Um, and now you see mixed reviews of this is the greatest customer service I've ever had in my entire life. And also the ones that are like, where's my answer? Because we're still kind of, you know, catching Chatching up on up, everything. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's funny to see the conflicting posts of like, what are you talking about? I've never had a problem. The idea is to get that same feeling to every single customer. So we're not going to stop until we we accomplish
1: that. Well, I mean, I, th- and I think this stuff is important to talk about because, and again, You guys are so successful, so super at 73, and and you guys, and again, there's so much, there's so many eyeballs on you because of how entrenched you are in the entertainment world, social media, building bikes for celebrities, and all this outreach from different people in the industry. It's nice to know that, yeah, you guys are, at the end of the day, this is a company run by real human Mm. beings, and real human beings, as they achieve success, there are hurdles, there are things that need to be done, addressed, that's how you grow, that's how you get better, that's how you learn, and everyone Always hears that. Oh no, it's perfect. We 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 knew exactly what we were doing at the beginning, and we adjusted perfectly. But again, <laughs> it's these lessons and going through these real life lessons that in the end make you even more yeah. successful because you are battle tested. So I, I just wanted to touch on that a little bit because I know through through our interviews and stuff, we become friends. Off the, I'm not afraid. Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed to tell people. Um, we chat like we, six times a week. <laughs> yeah, we we become friends, and you know I know. Uh, you know, I know how hard you work. I know what goes into it. So as you said, yeah, even, even as an actor, it's like, oh, he's an overnight success. They don't realize that person was on stage for 10 years, making no money uh, traveling the country. So, you know, I wanted people to know that there was a lot of hard work, energy, effort, and adjustments that went on over time to take you guys where you are today. And you guys have to say you're in a pretty darn good place today. Well, thank
2: you. You guys have always been such a, a great support. And, you know, I've seen in the YouTube videos in the past, there's, there's certain people who are like, ah, these guys are just paid to say good things about Super 73. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's definitely not the case. And in, the past, we yeah. Had, yeah, in the past, we had zero dollars to even pay you to do that. You were supporting us since we were a scrappy little startup. And we're really grateful for that. And I think what I want to try to communicate more and more often is the process the 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 idea that yeah we, you know i mean we got posted by by blackpink uh this week and you know 7 million likes on that photo of of her and her bike um, wow. which was insane um asap rocky has not gotten off of his bike and so he's being spotted um just about everyday riding it and those things make you think that we're a mega corporation because who else has the ability to pay for that um the truth is we've, we've never paid and, and, you know, hand to hand to heart, we've never paid for a single influencer post. And as long as I'm here, we won't because as a consumer and a fan of, of so many things. And, you know, for, for you audio listeners right now on the radio, uh, I'm surrounded by, you know, star Wars, uh, tech on, on, in my office. And, um, you know, I think I'm being a fan of things has helped me understand how people perceive the brand. And I, I know what I want to see from the brand. I know what I want to see from the thing I love. And, um, you know, the idea is to try to help explain our approach and, and the truth behind the walls of Super 73 to our community. So we've opened up a lot and we've talked a lot about the things we're struggling with, the things we want to fix, the things that we want to do better, um, our victories as well. We want to talk about those. But all in all, you know, we, we just crossed over 100 employees and we went into the pandemic with about 24 uh, total employee so um it's a very small company still and and that's worldwide um it's a very very small company um you know we're just now kind of getting into this next phase where I think we're gonna exit the startup mode um, we you know had wonderful investors come in last year uh, volition capital um, came in they understand what they're doing they want to empower us to do it better they see gaps I mean they're responsible for the success that is chewy uh, dot com uh, and so that customer service is phenomenal he was Larry was telling us a story about, um, you know, the fact that that there was a a a, a customer who canceled their their order with Chewy, um, their subscription because their dog passed away, and Chewy sent flowers, condolences, a letter, um, and that's top tier customer service. Oh I mean, yeah, that is a relational brand, and Larry is like, you guys are going to get there. We're going to do that, and for us at Super Seventy Three, that's so exciting to hear because. That's what we want. We've just we haven't had the ability or the resources to get to that point. And so now that we have Volition's help, I mean things are going to be night and day. And I'm endlessly excited for that.
0: You know that that human element is that thing that I think people forget over time. They become too big and they don't realize that at the end of the day we're all humans, right? And you bring if you keep that element top of mind then you'll be able to communicate that and people will feel that which is one of the reasons that we do interviews like this michael it's not because you know it's, we we focus on things that we enjoy talking about and 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 if we didn't talk about if we don't talk about something you can read, behind, you know, read between the lines. There, it's because right. we're not interested right. in talking about it. And I also don't want to go on the air and bash something, you know. At the same time, but yeah. being able to own your mistakes and know that you're going to learn from them and grow from them is is pretty cool. Um, you know, talking about your marketing for a second, going back to you know the the years where you were you know four employees was was the way that you market your brand now, or the, or the way that it has become so sticky. What you intended to do, or is that just something that kind of happened over time?
2: Yeah, so uh, I think, and you know, initially, two years ago, or or maybe more at this point, when I was first on your show, we did a little bit of a background. But just to kind of refresh, uh, obviously, new listeners. um, I came from social media, I I was born into social media. Um, I was on Vine, uh, you know, from, you know, week one of it launching. Um, didn't have a huge following, was able to pull in about 30,000 followers and kind of understand short form content. Um, but I was making content around people who had 30 million followers. Um, and so it was really about learning and understanding how to convey stories in short periods of time. Um, and you know, when it came time to launch super 73, I realized like, Hey, the thing that wasn't working about my content creation was that I was trying to sell myself. Um, I am not a product. I think that, that, and it's going to sound really uh, self-deprecating, but please understand the nature in which I say it. I'm not a product people want to buy and that's totally okay. Um, I think I've understood that and I've learned that. The the thing is though, if I stand behind a product, whether it's Star Wars or Super 73 or building props, um, once I stand behind that, then I think people can get on board. And that's how I learned to tell stories. And so with Super 73, it was never about us. It needed to not be about us. It was about the adventure and it was about the feeling it was about the the freedom you get from feeling like you're riding a motorcycle, but with very little consequence to, uh, you know, that whereas with a motorcycle, it's you got to get your license, your registration, your insurance, uh, riding a bike is anybody can do it. And that's what's so great about this product. And so for me, it was about conveying that in a really authentic and organic way. And so... Um, every piece of content I did was through the lens of, of what I would have liked to see a brand do. And, you know, our connection to the community, we just actually filmed our first ever super 73 commercials yesterday and the day before. Um, So I was on, yeah, I was on 15-hour shoots with huge sets, actual um, creatives. Everything that Super 73 has done previously was one of us holding a DSLR and saying go. And Um, it looked great, by the way. This stuff always looked great. Thank you. (laughs) Thank thank you for being uh, supportive. It did the job. It really did. It did the job that it needed to do at the time. And now we're at a point where we'll continue doing that and being organic and authentic. But, um, you know, we want to capture a larger audience. We want to show the world that we're here. And so, we had this commercial and we had about six or seven actors uh, and anyways, we we ended up hiring these actors uh, from the Super Squad. So everybody in the commercial is a real authentic Super Seventy three owner. Cool. That's awesome. And one of the one of the one of the guys is actually a designer here. So uh, it was a really cool story.
0: You know, that reminds me, um, you know, the way your market is kind of reminds me of a small company that you may have heard of um that never once has ever talked about their product. And that's Nike. And 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 they've done pretty well for themselves. But if you think back to all their ad campaigns, they never ever talk about shoes. They talk about the experience and and everything that goes along with it, and every ad is like, oh my god, and then you're like, oh wait a second, this is about shoes. So uh, (laughs) clearly you're going in the right direction.
1: And by the way, Thank Michael, you. I I wanted to jump in, and also for people that are you know obviously we have people you know all over their all over North America listening to us on SiriusXM. But if you're watching this on YouTube, by the way, because we're also going to post this as a YouTube video, and you see our hand gestures, we're not trying to cut Michael off. we Mark and I do the radio show through Zoom because we're in different parts of the world, and we gesture to each other when we want to jump in. Who's going to get the next question so we don't talk over each other? So I Michael, I think it'd be way more fun please, if you stop
0: bringing I, it up, and that way people just wonder what is going no, no, on. Here. But, but I know even I Michael reacted was to like, it. Michael's like, what does this mean? Like why? Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I don't want like,
1: Michael gonna... to think that we're trying to shut <laughs> yeah. him up. It's just for me and Mark. So, Michael, don't get thrown. Please don't stop talking when you see his gesturing. It's not. Wow, you're really awful. No, Please stop. Yeah. So anyway, I, uh, you, I, I yeah, you
2: were I thought you were playing me off at the Grammys. I thought that my acceptance speech was going too no, no, long, no, no. and I was going to hear dude, piano
1: music. <laughs> we have music for that. We would if, you, if we were playing you off. You'd hear some, you know, John uh. Williams, you know, theme playing. It's like, oh, Michael's got to go. So sorry. Anyway, you know, you talk about. I, I wanted to talk about. Bike specifically right now, if you don't mind, I want to jump in because I had an experience on my Super 73 yesterday. Uh, Went for a ride with my beautiful wife, Tracy. We, you know, we live in in an area, it's by the mountains, and there's a lot of open space for rides. So we like to go for rides, you know, at least the Palatial Estate, yes. yes. we, We, why?
0: The Palatial Whitfield Estate.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. We, we ride tiny circles in a ten foot radius. That's great. We're awesome. We're awesome. Super seventy three riders. So we took the bikes out, and she was on the uh, twenty eighteen original, beautiful bike, which we have in that you and know orange. Red- them now. Oh my god, it's it's awesome. And uh, I was on uh, the new RX, and what you're going to talk about because I want people to know about your latest, of course, and. Um, we, I always tell people I, when I when I tell people because again whenever and Mark can attest to this as well whenever you're on a Super 73 and anyone who's listening that either has one or knows one know someone who has one whenever you ride that bike people will stop you and ask say oh my god even as big as you guys have gotten there's still those people that don't know the bike or don't know the brand what is that and I'll have a whole conversation well oh, go to super73.com you can check them out and they're amazing but I always tell people you know this I have to sort of say this is not an electric bicycle if you're expecting an electrical electric 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 bicycle. This is not that this is not meant for people that want to ride a bicycle that want an electric boost. This is a purpose built electric motorbike, you know, and like, and, and, and that's, you know, the pedals are there. Absolutely. And the pedals are there if you want to move your legs and, you know, get the, get the motor going. And, but that really applied to the older bikes. And I'm saying that because when Tracy, when I said, Hey, put on the pedal assist on her 2018 original, she, she started to pedal and the bike took off. She's like, Oh, this is awesome. I can pedal and the bike takes off on my IRX, RX, just recovering, you know, from my knee replacement, and I need the pedaling motion, it actually functions more like a pedal assist in a traditional electric. So if you want that traditional pedaling with some assist, the newer bikes seem to really offer that more and give you that more traditional experience if you want. There's still electric motorbikes at the end of the day. But if you're into pedaling, I think the, the RX does a great job of actually giving you that assist while you pedal the bike. Was that Was that something that you wanted to change where you made that pedal assist yes. more <laughs> an integrated part? Okay, because we felt it. It was amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, it's been a long road. Um, we've brought on a ton of engineers. We've brought on, you know, uh, designers from Honda, from Harley, um, to really understand like, Hey, what are, what are we actually trying to accomplish here? We've, we've brought cyclists back into the design studio. And what I can say is that while yeah, you, you, your, your description is perfect. These are not your typical electric bicycles. Legally, they are electric bicycles. And that's what's so great about them is that you don't need a license. You don't need a registration. They fit within every state, every country's uh, classification, regulation system in a way that a lot of other players that have kind of uh, opportunists, let's call them, mm-hmm. uh, they they haven't thought about, they haven't taken into account. And so part of that was the pedal assist. And we are huge in Europe, which is really cool. And, and we're growing larger every day. Um, they can't have throttles over there. So our bikes in Europe have to have a pedal assist system that gives you the thrill of a Super 73 legally. And so you know the the pedal assist system we have here is very smart. It's very robust. It um, it has uh, you know uh, motion sensors and and there's a whole ton of electronics down there to unpack. In Europe, it's actually even more robust. Wow. Uh, in Europe the pedal assist system is top tier. I mean, we are are ranking with the top dogs out there in terms of technology. And that's because we didn't want to lose the excitement and the joy of Super 73 and what we stand for just because you can't have a throttle. Um, and so there are obviously people in Europe who are putting the off-road throttle kit on and, and just hoping that they don't get stopped. <laughs> right. um, it's always a gray area. But you know, as we sell our bikes, the, the pedal assist was a big, a big thing we updated in this new release.
1: Oh, it was, it was a godsend for me because for me, well, I'd have different exercise where it's like, well, if I want to get a little bit of a workout, I, I take my Super 73 out for joy. If I want a great ride, wind and what's left of my hair. Sorry, I was waiting for a giggle. The wind going through <laughs> what's left of my hair. Thank you. There we go. And. <laughs> right. uh, you know, and I, I'd always take my, I take my super 73 out whenever I can, but now it can also be a part of my workout because the pedal assist has gotten so clean, so smooth where I can ride and pedal at the same time. So let's talk a little bit about the new bikes that you have. We were talking about the S2, the R line, how have these bikes been doing. And for our people that for our listeners that don't know, talk about the advancements over the last gen and maybe further advancements we don't know about. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, Reddit is going to, if Reddit finds this, they're going to jump on
2: it. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give it to you, Reddit. Uh, ah, all so, right. um, uh. Yeah. We've been learning a lot. Uh, when we originally launched our RX, R and S2 bikes, um, they had the same 10 millimeter motor that uh, motor uh, 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 clutch that uh, our old bikes had because they were always fine. Um, we never had an issue with them. Never had motor burnouts. Um and you know within a few probably a few weeks we started to get reports that people's motors were slipping they were making this clicking sound um and we were like that's suspicious that's weird right uh, and so we got a few more accounts of it and we went in and realized people are riding these bikes in a way they've never rode super 73 before um you know we're we're, we're pulling the data out of these controllers when these bikes come in and they're they have huge spikes meaning that people are shredding, absolutely shredding on these bikes. When we were used to people riding along the beaches and in the streets, um, so <laughs> that actually caused us to reassess uh, everything we're doing. Um, and, you know, we, we've made a ton of changes. We actually went from a 10 millimeter to an 18 millimeter. Uh, it, it, we are, it is the, when you look at the side by side, this thing is bulletproof now. And it took a minute to get to that. It took a minute to understand what the needs of our riders were going to be with this new generation. Um, We went above and beyond. At first, they designed out a 12 millimeter. They sent us a couple of them uh, from Taiwan. And we were, you know, we had Parker Pittman, our resident stunt rider here at Super 73, drop off a six foot drop, full throttle, about 40 or 50 times. And uh, towards the end, he was able to replicate that clicking noise. And so we scrapped that 12 millimeter. Nobody else in the world who owns a super 73 is going to put their bike through that sort of rigorous testing. But because Parker was able to break it, we said not enough. So we added another six millimeters and we went up to 18 millimeters. Um, Parker jumped it about 120 times with no issues and we called it. We said, all right, this is it. This is that bulletproof motor we're going for. Um, And so that's been uh, put into the line of every single bike and any any bikes that have been shipping, I mean, even since August or October of of last year um, have these new motors. And we obviously take care of the old ones. But the idea here is that We're learning from our mistakes and we're learning like, oh, okay, this is what people want these bikes for. So we started to change the way that we design, even market the bikes in a way that allow people to really ditch their cars. There's no reason to have your car in a lot of areas um, where you can ride a Super 73. And so there's new technology that we've been implementing throughout our software system. So all of our new bikes are actually connected to the internet through an IoT module, um, which just means that it's the same thing with a Tesla where you know you wake up in the morning, go to your car, and it says an update's available. That now exists within our bikes. And we've done a couple little updates as tests, but we have a really big update coming out. And we have been teasing it for a long time, but because of, we've learned so much from the past, we don't wanna just throw it out into the universe. Um, so we've been doing beta testing. Uh, we actually, we have a few super squad riders who currently have this new updated program on their bikes and we're going to be doing it in about batches of five. So five, if those five are great, we'll do 10. If those 10 are great, we'll do 15 and so on. Um, and what this does is it increases torque on your super 73. And, uh, the reason why I shouted out Reddit is because, uh, Rightfully so, they don't believe it exists. We've been talking about it for a long time. Um, this was something that was going to launch last year, but because we learned so much, we wanted to make sure that we didn't blow it. Uh, there is a torque update that gives you about 20% more torque on takeoff. Uh, we've had it to the point where we actually had to scale it back a little bit because it was jumping into a wheelie. Um, oh, my God. Floored it. So uh, it is coming out along with a couple other updates that help you track your bike, uh, you know, more accurately when you're riding, help you kind of understand the terrain you're riding on. Um, and then we want to evolve from there even further with active tracking, you know, all of that extra, um, extra stuff. But right now we are focusing on obviously that torque and safety update. So that is coming out very soon. Um, we it's it it exists. It's being tested right now with, with Fellow Super Squad riders, um, everybody's on NDAs, so uh, you know it's it's obviously we're being very careful and very safe about it. So uh, those are some things to look forward to. You know, also we are addressing some new markets here in the near future that that are really really exciting. Um, I mean, within like the next month. So, oh, really? Uh, yeah, there's there's some really cool stuff coming out, and it's a culmination of the last you know year and then five beyond that. But the last year of of, of work, we've brought in. You know, we have an engineering department that has three really skilled engineers. We have, you know, head designer from Honda that came in and, and, um, is running the entire design department. Now the designers are operating on another level. We have customer service here to support people who have questions or have issues with their bikes. The supply chain is getting fixed. We recently hired the COO from Beats, um, oh, wow. the guy responsible for bringing them from four employees to, you know, 4,000 or however many they had, um, He was in on the ground floor with the supply chain and and quality control. And so we, we actually brought him in, hired him as the COO, and he's going to be revamping the entire supply chain, the way that we do customer service, the way we do warranties and replacements. Everything is getting
1: overhauled in the best way. That that's that's fantastic. And you know, it takes a lot off of your plate as well. And so I know even as the company has grown, your attention to detail has stayed the same in terms of wanting to make sure every department everything was running smoothly. But again, as that growth happens, that becomes more challenging because there are so many more people, more departments, more emails, more meetings, everything yeah. to manage is, is exacerbated by that. So, uh, one of the big things that you guys are always known for is your collaborations. You know, whether it was, you know, Casey and Jesse back in the day, I say back in the day, it wasn't that long ago. Um, but all the celebrities, Will Smith and I saw Snoop Dogg's bike, which looked amazing. So yeah. are there any new collaborations you can tease or talk about? A, listen, no pressure, yeah. please tell us. But, uh, yeah, listen. because I know our audience loves that. And it's always great to see people to have new, to have new ambassadors to the brand. That can spread the word even better than than we can if you can imagine such a thing. But no, yeah, no. go ahead. No, nobody better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Never. There's there's nobody out that does it better than you guys. Uh, we have a lot, and I always get I always get I wouldn't say in trouble. I get sternly talked to about exposing too much too soon. But I don't I don't who, who who's cares? listening? Ryan, Come on, exactly. Who cares? Say it, Michael. Um, go ahead. Just say it. <laughs> We have uh, some really cool stuff coming out in the next uh, few weeks slash months. So a uh, really prolific toy company that we've been working with over the last year to bring something really special to market Whoa. Um, is coming out. It's going to be highly collectible. Um, it's uh, it's going to be so rare. I guarantee I'm not even going to be able to get one. Um, oh, wow. But uh, we're we're endlessly excited for that. We have a fashion collab that's coming out that is one of the big three, very um, exciting sort of fashion stuff that we're getting into. Um, musician collaborations are coming. Uh, okay. Two two of which, uh, I mean, Mitchell, I can tell you that, uh, you know, you, you and I were speaking before this and you were telling me how excited your daughter was about this, uh, this collaboration. And <laughs> that it's going to really speak to a younger audience. Um, we are starting to really, Click with the creators that that we identify with, and that's something that's been exciting about Super Seventy Three since day one. It's run by a bunch of twenty something year olds, uh, you know. And now we have, and that was evident in the past. Now we have, uh, you know, the the prowess the the team that is that is helping our twenty something year old brains created a a functional and, and, and strong, well-working business. And that's, what's exciting is we're still doing the creatives. They're just making sure that the infrastructure exists to support it. And so, um, you know, I mean, even, even in the past weeks, we've been getting really friendly with a, uh, prolific 1980s car company, um, that, uh, that, uh, that, that nerds everywhere will be excited about. And so, um, you know, the, the better our infrastructure gets, the more creative our projects are, um, because, we have the ability to support it finally. People expect the highest quality stuff when they're buying products sold by their favorite rappers, musicians, and actors. And so we want to make sure that our quality meets that. And, and that's what Super 73 should always be. Um, and we're at the point now where we don't have any more excuses. We We've pulled in the team that we needed. We've addressed the issues that we've had. And we're ready to grow at full scale, and you know our investors have really helped us to to do that. I'm every day. I mean, even just now, I'm I'm on the phone and on emails about new talent, uh, you know, new marketing candidates, new operations candidates, and and really bringing in people to mentor us. That's the biggest thing. Um, you know, when interviewing these people, I go, I ask, "Hey, are you, what's your what's your uh, what's your interest in becoming a mentor to about twenty people?" um because the the more experience we bring into the company the more we want to learn and the more we want to grow and that's that's something that I didn't think I'd ever be able to say because you know you never imagine you're going to make it this far and um you know having these talented people with these resumes that speak for themselves is such an honor to come into the office now and get to sit or go to lunch with these people who have done this 10 times And this is an easy rodeo for them. You know, they've been in way worse uh, situations. And so they're like, oh, this is simple. This is going to be fun. And that's the best thing to hear because it means we can just go wild. And trust me, we have. And when when we release these collabs, sometimes we get these comments of like, so you can make a new bike for this person, but you can't, you know, you can't get more spare parts. The truth (laughs) is the marketing efforts have nothing to do with the supply chain issue. And I wish I could explain, you know, our full-time TikToker, Liam, will run around the warehouse making trendy TikToks and people go, hey, shouldn't you be making bikes? People, you do not want my TikToker Liam to be making your bike. We have a fully skilled and trained team to do that. So just because Liam is making an anime parody doesn't mean that we're not fixing your bikes. And that's kind of um, you can't what I'm excited. It's like you can't win. Exactly, yeah. I'm, but I'm excited to explore that more because- we're not going to get those questions. The supply chain's going to be taken care of. People are going to be able to get spare parts, replacement parts, accessories, um, warranty parts. I mean, it is going to be a well-oiled machine and Liam's going to get to do his stupid TikToks and nobody's going <laughs> to be upset because everybody's going to be taken care of. And that's like, this is the era we're in right now. It's rebuild growth and just becoming, like I said, that well-oiled machine.
1: Well, you touched on something really important. I think at the end of the day, it allows by having all these... All this great talent coming in uh, to infuse the company with more people that are great at what they do. It allows you to do the things that you want to do and that you that you would rather be spending time on rather than managing everything or overseeing it. And again, again, you're always going to oversee everything. I mean, that's that's it's it's your baby, so of course you're going to do that. But by having all this this influx of talent, you'll be able to focus on the things you want to focus on more on a daily basis, on the day to day. So that's going to be a good thing for you. And I think (laughs) you'll see. Believe me, I I know we talk. Off the air, I know how hard you work. I keep on saying this you know, for people that are like, oh, what are you guys doing over there? They're busting their butts every day to put out great products for you. And by the way, I know you have your in-house tester for everything, but, you know, I do several jumps off the curb from my driveway and it's at least, <laughs> no, no, dude, it's at least like a seven inch, eight inch drop. And I can tell you I've never had a problem and I could do that all day long for you. That's the it's kind of challenge you have. Yeah.
2: It's this is now five years of Mitchell asking to get early edition prototypes to test. We're now at five years, Mitchell. Shameless, shameless. Yeah, okay. but here's the
0: question: How many of those years was he successful?
2: Uh, I mean, I will tell you, Mitchell. You have a bike that uh, that sells on eBay for six grand right now. You have an original Rose
1: Av, a first launch oh, edition. Wow. You know, I'm trading it that is- back into you. So you know that that belongs in the that belongs in the Super seventy three Museum, and that will come back to you.
2: I'm glad you've had it because let me tell you. We had some Rose here for the past couple of years that we scrapped for parts oh, that's for people, people who needed me. Why would you warranty. Do that? And that's the but that's the state where there so were bike parts playing yeah. around. Yeah. We were gonna send them out. And so uh, you know, we actually scrapped our, our rose abs. We have zero rose at super seventy-three because people needed those parts for their S ones. You know, so if you check in about a half
0: hour, I could tell you an eBay listing where you can find one.
1: <laughs> i saw one go for six grand a couple a couple months back I no, would it's never wild. so 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 i just want to make sure so when i when i trade this bike back to you it's not going to be scrapped you're going to put it on display somewhere or, well that's oh my thing, God, is you it might safer scrap it. with
2: you I,
0: yeah i think it's,
1: with it's safer yeah. with mitchell than it is with me right now <laughs> Oh, I feel, I feel uh, so bad for that. But everyone, listen, that's one of those bikes that people see like, OK, I've never because I remember when you did that collaboration with Jesse and that bike was so highly sought after. It's And it's absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful. You know, it's an S1, but it's not an S1 because it has the yeah. beautiful, you yeah. know, the piping and the seat and the handlebars and the, the graphics on the on the bat are absolutely gorgeous. So so here's the part where I feel bad because I feel like we've been going. Is this officially our longest interview ever, Mark? This might uh, this be a whole show.
0: This is uh, now an entire show.
1: So our entire show is going to be Super 73, and I I could totally live with that. I I, I, I mean, I could edit it down to four minutes if you want. No, do not do that. (laughs) No no one will silence Michael Cannavo. It cannot happen. Um, You know, you talk about no one wants it, and uh, we're going to let you go in a minute, but you talk about, oh, uh, you know— you know, no one wants to see me or hire me. And that's not exactly true. When you talk about, uh, your, your origins on social media and how you've evolved on social media, because do you want to, or can you talk about and around a little bit? Because this is something that's sort of blown up another one of your creations that has blown up all over the place that I follow, that I watch that, you know, it really paying homage to your love for and of Star Wars. So can you talk about it a little bit or do you not like talking about and around?
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I won't bore people too long with it. Uh, you know, I've, 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 I throw myself into my passions and, and, you know, it's kind of the result of, of where you see super 73. And, um, along with that, I've had a creative outlet to my creative outlet, which was Rex and around, um, which is a uh, star Wars persona, uh, focused on prop making community and, um, just our general admiration for star Wars. Um, I've been given some unbelievable opportunities because of it. Um, and it's really a place to just kind of recenter every week. I, I do a weekly podcast, and you know TikToks and Instagram and, and whatnot. But um, it's a place to recenter and connect with people who also love Star Wars. And, and so every week we do community unboxings where small businesses will send in what they have, and we get to show everybody you know what they are, how they work. Um, it's it's a really special place and, and it's centered around obviously prop making. I'm surrounded by star Wars props right now. Um, I do a ton of 3d printing and, and, um, you know, uh, painting, sanding all of the fun and stuff, your armor, but, uh, by
1: the way, yeah, I have to stop you. If you haven't seen Michael's creations, I encourage you Instagram, wherever, and you can, you know, I want you to give all those people so they can follow you and check you out because the stuff that you make, the attention to detail that you put on your bikes, uh, is only surpassed by the attention to detail you put on your armor <laughs> and your props because they are incredible.
2: Well, thank you. It's It's been a blast and to kind of, you know, close the, the Rex and Around um, segment up. Uh, recently got to do uh, the Snoop Dogg E-40 Too Short and Ice Cube music video where I built, uh, along with uh, uh, my buddy Drew, you can find him at Drew the Costumer. Um, we built Snoop Dogg a suit of Mandalorian armor um, and then <laughs> did weapons and accessories for Too Short, E-40, Ice Cube. Best story I have is that Costumes and props gave Ice Cube a blaster, and he was furious at the size of it. I turned around and grabbed mine and handed it to him, and he says, I'm never giving this back to you. Um, <laughs> you are <were> like, okay. <laughs> I was like, this is the greatest moment of my whole life. And Snoop was getting nice to wearing my suit of Mandalorian armor, but Ice Cube was like, this is the blaster that works. And
1: that that was really cool. That's amazing. That was really
2: cool. Yeah.
1: Oh, right, dude, listen, we, we've had you for now what will be an entire show. I, I looked at, you know, like you said, you were you were flexing with your schedule a little bit. And I'm going to respect the flex. Is that a thing? Can I say respect the flex? He's actually um, finished I four
0: love- meetings while we've been in this interview. <laughs> he gonna so say he's got
1: nothing left. <laughs> Did you
2: notice that I was on my computer for a minute? Like, I was I literally... I thank you. That's great. I was actually answering a lot of of questions in another meeting that was happening right now. So (laughs)
1: uh, it's been a crazy day. Well, we appreciate your time because we know how busy you are. And, you know, obviously, Mark and I have been fans of the brand, but more more than anything, we're also fans of you as a person. And I think when you have good people working or running a company. It reflects well on the brand and sort of affects everything you do and how you do it. So we thank you for what you do. It's, you know, it's fun being your friend. and We obviously love following the company and you have to promise, as you always do, and you're always great about this, you will come back when you can talk about more announcements and oh, we'll probably squeeze you for stuff you can't talk about as well, but you have to come back again so we could talk more Super 73, more Michael Canavo.
2: I will be back then in about a month and it's going to be really exciting. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you both for having me. Seriously, always so grateful and honored to speak with you. Um, you know, I hope that if, if, you know, they learn nothing else that, they, they, they learn and understand that we genuinely really care about, you know, customer feedback and, and community growth and company growth. And, you know, I, re- I reference Reddit as much as I do because I, I look at every single thing that's posted because I want it's part of the social media. I want to understand what people are feeling and be able to assist them better. So I'm excited for the future of Super 73. It's going to get crazy cool in a million different ways. And as always, I will come to both of you first uh, with with big news.
0: Well, we will have you on again in a month to talk all about that big news. Michael Cannavo, thank you for being here. Thank you all for being here on this week's edition of Your Tech Report. We will catch you again next
3: week. You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on Facebook.com slash yourtechreport. For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com.